What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Aussie Lag Gamescast. We're on episode 19. Woo-hoo. It's hard to believe we've made it this far. It's insane. Right. It is insane. I'm one of your hosts, Carl Sinclair, joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, Jack Gibbs. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How you doing? I am doing very, very well. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's going to be a good show. I feel positive vibes. It's going to be a good one, I reckon. Couldn't agree more. We're going to do the opposite. It was a slow week, and we're going to make it... We're going to make it okay. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to make it the best week of gaming. So tell me, what have you been playing? What have you been playing? So continuing the PUBG trend, um, got a chicken dinner this afternoon, actually. So well Ooh. fed. Um, really, I'm really addicted to it. Like, I'm really loving it. And it's to the point where I've, like, I've actually started like watching more streamers play it, especially like had an assignment to do for uni this week. Um, so the reason I was probably a bit slower on the assignment is because I had some PUBG streams going on the other screen because I'm just missing that PUBG that PUBG style and um, I, what I've noticed is everyone's playing first person mode and I'm playing third person mode and I'm just kind of wondering if that's where everybody is like I came, even came across one streamer I can't remember their name but I, I was just like browsing through the sort of the page of all PUBG streams and they were playing on PlayStation in first person you know playing on PC in first person like it it just seems to be where it's at, and I'm kind of wondering if I need to shift or not. But I don't know if I have the skills mm. to shift. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get chicken dinners in third person. I don't, I don't want to go back to being hungry. You know what I'm saying? That's that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, yeah, and uh, apart from that, as you would know, played some Among Us this week. You know, yes, server with ten of us, ten of us bastards. <laughs> Ca- chaos, just utter chaos. That yeah. was fun. That's uh, that's one way of putting it. Chaos. I, I'd never played the game before, and you before that night. Oh, uh, no, that was my first time playing yeah, the game. Right-o. Yeah, right. It took me a yeah. fair few rounds to understand what the fuck was going on. I still actually, actually, here's a question. I still don't quite understand. So, the people that aren't trying to murder everyone, what are they actually trying to do? Like, they've got a task list. I'm trying to like wire the shit back together and stuff. Like, what? What's the so, end game there? So, how it works is. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what it is, is you can play with like any number of people, uh, um, from between six and ten. Oh, you can have six uh, deal. Yes, yeah, six is the required to play, um, straight up. Yeah. Um, and you can have anywhere between one to three imposters, um, and I think two is basically the max people really play with because I feel like three would be a bit crazy. But basically, the objective of the game is. Um, Two of you are imposters and the remainder of the crew have to complete various tasks in order to defeat the imposters. So the imposters have until every single crew member finishes their tasks to kill off as many crew members as possible. That's like their timer, I guess. Exactly. So that bar up in the left-hand corner, which is the task bar, once that's full, the imposters have lost. Um, And the way the imposters win is if uh, they need to kill as many as they can until there is the same number of crew members as there are imposters. So basically, yeah. So basically, if there's two imposters left, they need to kill until there's two crew members left. If there's one imposter left, they need to kill until there's one imposter left. One crew. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. One crew member left. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't quite understanding that to be honest. I mean, I was understanding the mechanics of if I was the imposter, which happened a couple of times, or trying to survive and the voting out and things like that. I understood all that, but I wasn't quite sure what the actual end game was. If like no murdering took place, but I guess that's the task list. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And I mean, like, it's just so, 
Oh, it's so addictive. It's got that one more go feel to it. So like, what time were we up to? And I'm pretty sure I bailed and like games were still being played. Oh, if I remember correctly, uh, we we well, I know we started playing at seven, and we didn't finish. Like, I think my last game was at like twelve thirty one. Okay, so maybe I was there towards a, the end. I was definitely there after midnight. Yeah, we, we like. Uh, I think after you left, we might have played like two or three more games. Yeah, right. We uh, we put in a decent amount of time. It was a lot of fun, and I now know who of my friends can lie and who of them cannot. That's, <laughs> that's another thing. Like, it's very. It was very good. It was. I think. It was a lot I think of what fun. it's done for me is this time of year it would be PAX time, and we mm-hmm. would all be catching up, and we'd all be playing coup, and we'd all be calling each other liars, and it's really filled that spot for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's that like, spot. I really love. I, I love when we play Q and those sort of board games. I love the deception. What was that um, wolf one that was on the TV? Oh, uh, one night. I think it's called one or night. werewolf. Werewolf. People yeah, refer to it as werewolf, but I have the app. It's called One Night. One night. So okay. the werewolves have one night to take out the villagers. That's so much fun. I can't quite remember the rules of that game, but I remember, like, it, it, the Among Us gives us me a similar vibe, a similar feeling. Yeah. Just a little more live, and the fact that we can all play online, and, you know, obviously we don't, like, all live in the same house, so it's quite convenient. And the fact that, I mean, I haven't seen the mobile interface, but the fact that the game's available on mobile, I'm actually, like, thinking, like, hmm, maybe I should, like, suggest this to more people. Like, you know, oh, I, I think it'd be quite absolutely. fun. Oh, and I wonder... I would, I- I wonder what it would be like to play if we were all around the same table on our phones. I wonder if the magic would still be there or not. I wonder. That's not a bad... We should test that next time we're all together. We I will. feel like that could be heaps of fun. I That's- feel like more fist fights would start, but I think it would be good. <laughs> I think it would be fun. Mm, I think you're right. I think you're right about the fist fights. Maybe we should, maybe we should um, have some perspect glass between us all. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone goes to a different room, but we're still in the same house. It's fair. So we still hear each other uh, yelling and screaming. Because <laughs> it was so funny. I was watching a stream the other day. So I kind of like, I seen everybody playing this and I was like, what the fuck is this game? So I put on one video and it was, um, it was Courage um, JD. He, uh, he, he was playing with a whole bunch of like streamers and stuff. So I was like, I'll oh, check this game out. Normally I don't watch people like Courage or Ninja because like, I don't know, I don't like following the mainstream and watching what everybody else is watching because I feel like I'm going to find out what they're doing anyway because everybody talks about it. But um, yeah, I was watching Courage and I'm like, shit, this game looks like looks like it could be a lot of fun. And what, the game that like really like sold me on it was uh, when he was playing, like, he was playing with Ninja and... Uh, Ninja was basically third impostering the entire time. So Ninja was convinced that Myth was the... uh, Myth was not the imposter, but he was convinced he was the imposter. So basically, they voted out Myth right at the end, which made Courage 1. And I was like, like, like just watching them argue with each other and yelling at each other and just like, like, you're throwing this game. Oh, this is shit. Oh, this is bad. And at no point were they ever actually mad at each other. It was like... Yeah, this is the sort of game I need to get everybody online to play like right now. Oh, yeah. So I literally just went and bought it straight away. I'm like, I've done a thing, everybody. We've got to try it. It's seven bucks. Like it's only seven. Actually, that's exactly the message you put in the chat. <laughs> I've yeah, done a like, thing. I've, I've, I've done a thing. <laughs> I really want to try it, and it was just as much fun as I thought it was going to be. It's just yeah, it's so it's so good, and this I, I'm just addicted to watching 
Courage and Saikuno and all those streamers play this game because they're getting to the point where they're, they're really good at it that when someone dies, any one of them could be the imposter now because they, like, they've all figured out what their tell is and they don't do it anymore and they all know <laughs> who's where and what's going on. It's like, oh, it's like high-level high level play that I was not ready for. See, it's quite... It's, cool. it's really cool. It's, I just knocked the table. Um, it's quite interesting. <laughs> like, we, you know, there was 10 of us and I knew like seven or eight people... Well, you know, I know, I know six people really well and three people less well or whatever. And it makes it really yeah. interesting because, like, you naturally kind of, like, actually don't want to trust the people you know more. Is how I found yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's like, exactly how it is, yeah. But, like, my instincts didn't really pay off much, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> um, yeah, no. There's nothing worse than getting, like, killed and you're just, like, muted, yelling at the screen, like, it's fucking him that got me it's him like just vote him out <laughs> I found that a lot of my deaths were when I was like oh like Jack's over there oh Jordan's over there I'll follow them I know they wouldn't kill me and then we go around the corner and I'm dead and it's like, <laughs> I know they don't know but on some level I feel very betrayed right now <laughs> this feels like a betrayal like oh so how was that game when you and I were the imposters so we we roamed oh. around together <laughs> And then yeah. we fucking fell on our own sword when we were just like telling oh, everyone, no. like, it, it can't be us two. We were together the whole time. We were together the whole time. <laughs> and as soon as they voted me out, they're like, well, Kyle. <laughs> I was so. Oh, when they voted you out, it was like, you were the imposter. I was like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> Shit. Why did I push it so fucking hard? Oh, we like, didn't give up it. either. We did not give up. <laughs> no, we did not. Um, what I'm going to change next time we play, though is in the rules, there's a way to change it. So when someone gets ejected, you can have a rule saying that the game doesn't tell you if they're an imposter. Oh, okay. But so if they weren't an imposter, like as in, like, if there's still a heap of people left, you really got no idea. Unless exactly. like, the game ends, obviously. So like, say there's there's 10 of us and there's one death and we ejected an imposter. The game will only say, for example, um, um, Jord5640 was ejected. That's all it'll say. It won't tell you if he was an imposter or if he was a crew member. And it's like, I feel like that level of play could be really real. Like, like could be a lot of fun. I, I want to like, find out at least. Like, I, I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I want to find out. <laughs> yeah, not knowing will be just next level strategy, I feel, for the imposters when they've got the opportunity to be like, oh, I can pin it on this guy and they're not even going to know. Because I feel like there would be nothing worse than voting somebody off thinking they're an imposter but still having two running around that would yeah. that's high level scary stuff because if suddenly you go to a meeting and there's like four people that are now dead in my mind I'm like fuck we we fucked up we missed one <laughs> we did not hit the person we intended to this is not good um but yeah no nah, among us is just a fuck like how did this fly under the radar for like I think it was been like two years this years ago this game came out. I don't understand how it flew so far under the radar. Like this seems like the perfect stream game, the perfect party game to have with friends on a weekend. And it's just yeah. Like I'm glad it. I'm glad it was found, and I'm glad the developers are like, hey, we appreciate everybody playing our game. Here's mm. everything from the sequel is now going to be free. We're adding in all the cosmetics and everything like that. Like that's just such a consumer friendly move. I'm not especially sure. in 2020. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm not sure how much the game cost when it came out, but like paying seven dollars fifty four at the other night felt like really cool in a sense that like yeah. it felt really good value and 
in hindsight, you know, would have paid more and got just as much fun out of it. But um, yeah. happy purchase. Happy purchase. Here's my big question about Among Us before we move on. Yep. Is how long before it comes to console? Well, uh, now, I mean, my thing is, like, it probably wouldn't have been in development before it was, like, like blown up, right? So yeah, exactly. I, I would say we're still a little whiles off, whether that's six months, a year, I'm not sure. But I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like, how often does Microsoft go and... I don't know if, like, if they actively seek it out, but, like, think about, like, PUBG and Daisy and all these sort of PC games that Microsoft has gotten on the Xbox. They still come to PlayStation, but they always seem to start on Xbox for some reason. And I wonder if that's Microsoft's doing, and I wonder if this might be one they push. Hopefully. Because mm. I just think it would be super cool. Like, in my personal opinion, what I was thinking of was, how cool would it be if uh, E3 happens next year, Nintendo Direct second game we see is Among Us on the Nintendo Switch. That feels like the yeah. perfect console for Among Us. Like, oh my God. Plus then you wouldn't need to really rework a lot. Like you could- it's all uh, designed like, on a touchscreen. Exactly. Like you'd still have the touchscreen design. And then if you had like, say you were sitting down, you could use the Joy-Con freely to m- like move cables or flick switches. So I feel like if it comes out on console, I hope it's Switch and I hope it's, I hope it's next year. It'll also run that, really well. That would well. be really cool. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's literally oh, no graphics settings. You can, I, you can turn V-Sync on or off. And I don't know about anyone else, but I certainly had to turn it on because it was tearing everywhere. But um, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's such a lightweight game. It's so good. It's amazing. I, I Among Us, 10 out of 10. I, I had a lot mm, of fun playing it, and I look forward to playing it a fuck ton more in the future. Like, absolutely. Yeah, if we're still friends. <laughs> If you would like to see mine and Jack's friendship end, please make sure to go over to Twitch so you can watch our friendship end. Uh, That's for those right, you, you were streaming it. <laughs> I was streaming the whole thing. And the best thing was, was I, I, I set myself a rule that when the game was in play, I would not look at chat. So I'd just leave it alone because I didn't want it ruined for me. I didn't oh, okay, want anybody like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if someone went, oh, just so you know, Jack's the imposter. Look out for Jack. Like, I don't want that. I want to be able to enjoy the game and make it fair like everybody else. But there was one point, uh, like, it was my favorite part, was when uh, I was flat out, like, I was, oh my God, I was flat out defending Corey. I was flat out defending Tangles. I was like, it couldn't have been him. We were together in Reactor. I don't understand. Like, why are you guys sus on Corey? And it's like, it's Corey, it's Corey. It's like, no, 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 I swear. We were in Reactor together. It couldn't have been him. And then me and him, like, the game started again. Corey comes up behind me about, like, a minute in and just fucking kills me. <laughs> I, open up the ch- I open up the chat and there's just all this, like, it's blue, it's blue, it's Corey, it's Corey, Tangles 90, don't trust him, it's blue, it's blue. <laughs> and then the, the, the sudden change when, obviously, he killed me because after that, there was just a lot of, what a dick, holy shit, even after you defended him. <laughs> and then someone's like, we fucking tried to warn you. I'm like, I'm not looking at chat i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm sorry he's betrayed me as well i was so fucking angry i was so bad because i i put my life on the line and what i lost strategy it. though chilling with you for a uh, while gaining your trust really clever like i i started feeling really smart towards the end because i started faking tasks like i would I go noticed. and stand in front of yeah, yeah i was standing in front of monitors and just not moving yeah, that was I how i got a r- really good fucking kill in med bay i was waiting near the scanner for someone to come and scan and when they came in and started doing their scan that's when i killed them right and then what happened was was i think this is the last game we played i think it was um dylan was on scanner 
he scanned, I killed him, and then I called it. And I, because I could see Jordan was coming into Medbay. Yeah. So I called it. And I was like, guys, I just seen Jordan do Dylan on the scanner. He's gone. He's dead. Like, I, like I, I just called the body as quickly as I could. Jordan's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Jordan, where are you right now? Jordan's like, what? I'm like, I'm not telling you where the body is until you tell me where you are. Jordan's like, I'm in Med Bay. And then I'm like, body's in Med Bay. And everyone's like, is the body in Med Bay? I'm like, I'm in Med Bay. I was checking Dylan for a scan and Jordan must have seen me on the console and he just come in and killed him. Jordan, super confused. What are you? What did? What? No, I don't. I wait a second. I just walked into Med Bay, and 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 Dylan's dead. I'm like, you killed him. I watched you do it, man. Disgusting. And then they're like, vote him out, vote him out, and they're like, voted him out. And I was like, this is the easiest win I've had all night. I'm very proud of this win. And then, yeah, dumped his ass into space. It was like, yeah, suck it, bitch. But I'm looking forward to trying the different maps too. That'll be fun. I had no idea there was other maps till like yesterday. How many? Yeah, other there's there's three in total. So okay. there's spaceship, then there's one on an asteroid, and then there's one on a like scientist base in the sky. And they have all got different tasks oh, and sweet. different venting systems and stuff. So I look forward to trying the new ones as well. Oh, yeah, the venting system. So Fuck me. That that game where I was in the vent, I just popped out, and Jordan just walks up, and I couldn't get the kill on him. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, my favorite the my my favorite person we voted out there was Bento, when um <laughs> he killed someone and the meeting was called and it was like it's Bento it's Bento and his only reply was to be fair I didn't realize there was a cooldown on the kill it was me, <laughs> was like, cool. it was him. He's owned up to it. He's done the right thing. Shoot him out of space. <laughs> Oh, it's too good. Just too oh, good. What a great game. Amazing game. <clears throat> now, I don't believe this is the only game you've played this week. Yes, I've been playing a lot because I'm trying to get into the Xbox Hall of Fame. Hey, you uh, I'm working on a... I think I'm doing okay. So is I there a, Apparently a, there's a leaderboard you can look at. Is that true? I don't know. If there is, I'd love to see it so I know how much more work I've got to put in or if I should just give up. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> really someone I follow on Instagram, I can't remember her name. Uh, I feel really bad. Um, anyway, she was going for it, but what happened? She she's from Europe, and what happened was is heaps of people started new accounts and uh, like been blasting through all the easy achievements. That is that shouldn't be allowed. No, it should be the, accounts that have at least existed for like a year at least. Yeah, well, God, even a month at this point. Like, yeah, competition's pretty fresh. Come um, on, <laughs> yeah, it's that's. So I wasn't that sure sucks. if there was a way to like tell. Like I don't, I don't know how she knows. Um, but yeah, I was, was kind of like, oh, that, that kind of ruins the fun. Like, absolutely, because I've been trying my ass off. Like I've seen you trying your ass off. I've seen you playing oh. games I've never even heard about. I swear. Like oh, like how many achievements have I got now? Hang on, I can count how many achievements I have. If you can write them down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I've had 125 achievements. Damn, nice. That I've got that I've gotten in nine days. Nine days I've got 125 achievements. So I'm really up. trying really fucking hard <laughs> to get in. What game's been like the most lucrative? Uh Super Lucky's Tale. And that is a game everybody slept on. Holy shit, that's a great game. Is it really? oh, cool. Um 
absolutely oh my god like i thought it was going to be like a silly little kids game that i could power through and be done like i got sent a code uh, a review code for super lucky's tale when it came out on switch and i played the first level and i'm like yeah this is okay um i don't feel like this is a game i'm gonna finish just because it feels real kitty so i, I kind of put it down but i was like super lucky's tale it's on games pass it's got 2000 score um i'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit it hard and I started hitting hard, and I just found myself having the best fucking time. That's like awesome. Super Lucky Sale is so good. Like the levels aren't long; they're about eight minutes long, um, oh, but they're not. Yeah, they're not easy either. Some of them are just fucking challenging. Like it's not a game you're gonna like. It's not Dark Souls level. Your fingers are gonna bleed. You're never gonna want to play a video game again. <laughs> it's 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 definitely like baby's first platformer for like the first half but then it's like so this is the, and then it like ramps up the difficulty to a point where if you're a child you see this and it's like wow like this is challenging so when you finish it you'd be like I did this I can't believe I did it I'm so excited but yeah Super Lucky's Tale has got a really good story it's got like beautiful like the visuals are just really really crisp and nice he and, played uh, it on yeah, Xbox I had a lot of fun. One X I am yeah because yeah, I believe Xbox it was a launch yeah. title for that console Yes, I think it was. Yeah, it's so good. It's how, how I, I'm, long I'm, is I'm the game? Shocked at how good it is. <sighs> I say it probably took me about <sighs> six, seven hours. Oh, sweet to play through it all, and I'm just now going back to do the DLC, which is also very fun. Oh, that's yeah, good to hear. Very, yeah, very and the DLC is available through Games Pass, so you don't even have to pay extra. Just, I'm uh, really, I mean, I'm not an ultimate subscriber yet, so I don't get a lot of it, but I'm really enjoying this idea that, yeah, the base game's on all the standard game passes and the DLCs all dropping on ultimate. Like, I think yep. it's such a good way to do it. The value of ultimate is fucked. Like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop where it's just like, oh, yeah, all right, now we're just gonna, we're just gonna um, double the price. <laughs> Still a good value, but. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Like,. I'm keen as so X Cloud to drop in Australia. Like, oh, absolutely! I don't. I hope soon. Well, I don't know how I'm gonna like. Like, I don't exactly have the bandwidth on my phone to run it, but I, I, I foresee like Telstra coming out with like a bundle where you like pay a hundred bucks a month and you get like, oh, here's 150 gig on our network, but if you're on X Cloud, it's unmuted. Like that's that's how yeah, I see okay. that yeah, going. That's, that's cool. Um, there's a train going past my house in case it's coming through, Mike. I, I, I foresee something like that happening just because they've got the Xbox All Access deal and um, there's been rumours going around that Telstra's working on a gaming mobile bundle, like a plan for gamers. And they just recently dropped, I can't remember what the software is, but basically you can pay 10 bucks a month, which I might just foreshadow by saying it's bullshit. You can pay $10 a month to get some software. I can't remember what it's called. It's on Netgear routers, but basically you can get it on the Telstra router and it'll prioritize video game traffic on your network over other traffic. Um, okay. So basically, I think the idea is that if you have like a 10 meg link and you've got two next Netflix streams running in the house, taking up five each, a game really only needs like fuck all bandwidth. Like we're talking like a, a poke in the hole. And I think it allows that to go before Netflix and the Netflix users won't even notice. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But 10 bucks yeah. a month to destroy net neutrality... That just seems wrong. <laughs> so, so wrong. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. the fact that they're starting to do things specifically for gamers, I'm quite interested in. I'm, I want to keep an eye on that. Yeah. 
and I hope that um, I hope that XCloud, and not that I want it to be a Telstra exclusive at all, but I'm just hoping that there's a way that I can play XCloud on my phone without having to pay for an unlimited plan, which last time I checked was like 200 bucks a month. Not yeah, gonna happen. You, no, 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 no. Anyway, I just uh, no, went down a rabbit hole then. Um, Super Lucky's Tales. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, Super Lucky's Tales, definitely play it. Okay, I've played a, a ton of games, but there's one more I'd really like to talk about just before we move on. Yeah, later on. <clears throat> let's, just talk, let's just talk about how fucking good Forza Horizon games are. I started playing Forza Horizon 4. Fuck me, these games are good. They're just so... Like... So fun. Like just, you can just amazing. feel the love, can't you? Oh, like, oh. If Playground put as much love into Fable as they put into the Forza Horizon games, I think Fable's going to be fucking awesome. Because Forza Horizon's just... This is going to sound really weird, but there are some games that, like, transcend their genre or their, their like, console... And Forza Horizon isn't just a good racing game. It's not just a good Xbox game. It's just a fucking good game compared to so many. Like, the fucking amount of cars, the amount of, like, support they've given it since launch. Like, I played it once at launch and and I was like, okay, like, I feel like I've just burnt out on Forza Horizon 3. So I'll come back to 4 when I feel like I need a racing game. And I've seen Burnout, uh, not Burnout, um, Need for Speed is... uh, uh, Hot Pursuit or whatever it was is getting a remaster so I was like man I could play a racing game right now before that comes out because Hot Pursuit's very different from any other racing game mm. but um I was like oh well f- I-, I need to get achievements and Forza Horizon 4 is on Xbox I'll play that fuck me it was just so good like ugh, I've already had a race with a giant like hovercraft I've done Hollywood stunt shoots in some of the coolest cars I've ever seen. Cars that I wish I could touch in real life, but if I ever did, I'd get shot by the government. <laughs> like, oh, just like, oh, and I'm not a, like, I'm not a car fanatic. That's what, I'm not the kind of guy that like goes out just to like go to a car dealership and jerk off. Like cars don't interest me in that, that way. But when I play a racing game, like, like when I play Forza, Fuck me, especially Forza Horizon. I just fall in love with cars in the weirdest freaking way. Like, I look at a car and I'm like, man, I would love to have that car in real life. And then I think about, like, do I want to have that car? Or is it just because I want to feel in real life what I'm feeling while playing this game right now? Do I want to be able to put my hand out the window and feel the air in, in, in Britain? You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. It's like having a holiday without leaving the house. And I've really, I've really enjoyed, like, I've only played it for about four or five hours, but I'm really enjoying it. Like, Forza Horizon just knocks it out of the park every single time. Gee, you're making me want to play it. I recently downloaded it on PC. Um, I don't actually own, I must admit, I'm a big Forza, Forza Motorsport guy. Like, I love Forza Motorsport. Um, not uh, seven. I don't know. I've I've just started. It just came out on Game Pass. So I've just started downloading that on PC. I'm gonna give seven another go because I just didn't feel like there was like. May as well just play six. Is my feeling on seven. Yeah, it's fair. And I'm looking forward to the new one though. Like that, just I'm fucking drooling it in the mouth over the new one. <laughs> like that looks incredible. Um, but the Horizon series, I kind of slept on. I played a little bit of number one on the 360. Um, it was a good game. I'm just not a big arcade racer. Um, yep. 
Number two, I completely missed. Number three, had to get because it was set in Australia, obviously. Um, had to Had to jump on that. And everything you've just said then, I completely agree with. Like, it's just a beautiful game. The effort, the attention to detail, the love. Don't get me wrong, having it set in Australia <sighs> was probably, like, the worst thing for me in a sense that, like, I can pick holes left, right, and center. Like, you know, yeah. that's not what that looks like, or that's not where that is, or you know, the the, the um the surface paradise isn't just down the road from Victoria. Like, yeah, <laughs> but, it's like I could throw a rocket surface paradise from Byron Bay. Something isn't right here. <laughs> I swear that wasn't there last time. But for a bunch of people from England to recreate Australia in a racing game, I I I was floored floored at the attention to detail the the love like just driving amongst the 12 apostles or you know six or however many fucking left beautiful absolutely magical um just driving through wineries as weird as that sounds you know incredible going through bends in forests and shit like it just oh the quality the love i that that's a game that i would actually like like to show more people that aren't into gaming and yeah, absolutely. What I, I was going to say when you were talking, something that something you said reminded me of a, a quote. Uh, what's what's the head of Turn Ten? What's that guy's name? Dan. Uh, Dan uh, Greensfold or something. Greensfold. Something like that. Um, Let me just quickly chuck it in. Yeah, shit, yeah. Dan. I'll just search that. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have searched that in Bing. Studio head. Whoa. I can't remember his name. Nah, I don't know, it's not popping up. But anyway, um, you know the guy. He's at E3 on the stage all the time. There was a, a yeah. quote he said in a video somewhere where he's like saying, you know, our goal at Turn 10 is to make people who love games appreciate cars and people that love cars appreciate games or something like that where it's like we want to we yeah. want to have people cross over and use Forza to do it. And whilst I think Forza Motorsport is an incredible game and its accuracy and the quality and all positive stuff, I think Horizon completes that goal better I, I absolutely think, yeah yeah and and that's not a criticism of motorsport like you know if your game is about track racing like there's only so much you can do like you, you want to be as accurate as possible and if it, you can't really go beyond accurate um, but Horizon just has so much to give so much love so much energy so much happiness um, you know yeah. driving around Australia and like got the radio on and fucking Hilltop Woods come on oh fuck me <laughs> so good um Wow, I did have one more comment I wanted to make. Oh, yeah. I, I do have to, every opportunity I get, mention my one criticism of Forza Horizon 3. And that is, okay. where the fuck was Mount Panorama? It's a street track. It's just a sh- fucking road in New South Wales. Where was it? Where was the fucking mountain? We had a Hot Wheels track, for fuck's sakes. Where's Mount Panorama? <laughs> Panorama. Where is it? But anyway, apart from that, that, that game's amazing. And, like, you know, the effort they went to just to get the skybox right. Like, who normally mm. gives a fuck about the skybox? Just make it blue. <laughs> like just, yeah. Just, just paint it blue. They, no, no, we're going to go sit it. out in the middle, the middle of the fucking desert with 4K cameras and film it for a night, and that's going to be our skybox. Like, okay. that Like, oh, so good. And, yeah, after this discussion, I'm so keen to get back into Forza Horizon 4. I've got it installed on the PC. Got to gotta it's do it. really good. Where do you reckon they'll go for Location 5? Or, or, rather, where would you want them to go? Sorry, probably can't guess where they're going to go. Japan. Yeah, I was just thinking Japan. I fucking hope. Yeah, Japan. I've seen Cheap. people be like, it's going to be in Japan. I'm like, please be in Japan. Oh, my God. 
I would lose my mind. They have to like what's that song from Tokyo Drift that um dun, 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 oh, oh um fuck what's it got like something um, boys or something in that. It's like, hey, did you know what they do in Tokyo? That one? No, not that one, but that one will do. Oh, <laughs> that will do. They need to have some Fast and Furious music in a, Jap- like, oh, in a Japanese game. That'd be so good. I'm just imagining, like, drifting through Akihabara and just going insane, and going to Ki- like, driving out of Kyoto. Oh, oh, oh. yes. Oh, the Sakura trees dropping all their... All the blossoms. Ah, oh, I need this game. Come on. Let's, um. Oh, and I would love for there to be like fairies to like the other islands and stuff. Like. Oh, that would be so cool. So oh my cool. god, I'm so excited. And to think, think as well. Every Forza Horizon game, no matter how fucking good they've been, they've had a two-year development cycle. This yeah. one's going to end up having like a three or four year at this point. Like it's going to be massive. Yeah. Fuck. Bring me to Japan. Take me back. Please, please. Oh, man. It'd be so cool. Fucking earth. Well, that's, uh, that's a good week of gaming. Very good. Very good week of gaming. Because it was good because the news was shit. There was no, not much to read about. There was news? <laughs> well, you know. The- I'm shocked. <laughs> so we'll, we'll start with just a quick one. So Cyberpunk and Bug Snacks have gone gold. I will say it's comforting to know Cyberpunk's gone gold because I wouldn't put it past it them. To, I wouldn't put it past them to delay it again if they needed to. Not in a nefarious yeah. way. Just if it had it, if it needed it, it needed it, sort of thing. Um, yes. So happy about that. Happy about that. What are you? When's it come out? It's like a week after new consoles, isn't it? Uh, Not for us yeah, though. It'll probably be a week before new consoles. <laughs> Maybe um, depends on when they arrive. Yes. Cyberpunk is releasing. Why does that just say 2020? Why would you not have the actual <laughs> release date? I feel like you're taking the piss out of me. I think it's the 19th. That's. I think so. That sounds right. Did 19th of PS- November 2020. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a PS5 for launch? For launch? No. No. Oh, that's right. You. No. Yeah. Okay. Neither of us have one. And Xbox. Yeah, no. I'm in the post-launch shipment. What about you for Xbox? So I got my confirm. So I got my confirmation. I'm getting an Xbox, but I wasn't told whether it was launch or right. post-launch. So you got to play this game yet. without a next-gen console. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not waiting. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm very excited for this. Like I'm, I'm really excited to just like get lost in the world, like I did with The Witcher Three. Like there was a point where like. Like people were like, "Hey, are you okay?" Because for a week I just got home from work and played The Witcher and didn't message anybody and just got lost <laughs> in The Witcher for a week. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked up The Witcher the other day. It was like, oh, you picked that up like over a week ago. I'm like, oh shit. Like, oh, I'm enjoying this game then. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to play Cyberpunk. I think it's right up my alley too with like, with like its Deus Ex sort of aesthetic and feel. I'm super fucking excited just to get lost and play through the three different storylines basically oh I'm so excited confession time I hate in video games when there's two mm-hmm. fucking stories or a decision I have to make I fucking yep. hate it I love the game was it Quantum Break I really liked Quantum Break but I would nearly have a fucking episode of my own every time they ask like do you want to go left or right four times <laughs> in the game 
I'd be on fucking Google trying to figure out which way is a more like wholesome way to go I guess I don't even know like I should have just kept going left or something like does it fucking matter like I, I don't know uh, um, fair. I guess the idea was that you'd go back and play that game and go a different route I love that game I ain't going back to fucking figure out what I did do last time and didn't do this Absolutely. time just like stop <laughs> so like I was like you I was like um, what I did was I ended up playing the game the first time through just how I would normally play yep. and then what I did was I went back after just to get all the achievements and just went to the particular sections I needed to make a decision and just picked the opposite to what I did because I'm like, I cannot sit through half hour episodes of this show again just for one little change. I just need to get in, swap it out, get out, keep moving. But I loved Quantum Break. I thought that was awesome. I really appreciate that it exists. Like whoever funded that, I'm glad they didn't cancel it when the TV narrative sort of dropped dropped in confidence I don't know how to word it but yeah. like once once TV was taken out of the Xbox I'm glad that game still got finished um, yeah absolutely fuck that final boss fight though that that was disappointing Shit. yep <laughs> yep final boss fights I feel in the last few years have been super disappointing so I'm not a big boss person I, I don't I, I'm not I'm not big on that like oh you've got like to this stage of the game and now there's like a four round boss fight like that's just not me but I appreciate a good. I can I can still tell a good one from a bad one, and that Quantum Break one was terrible. I feel like when yeah, it's really bad, and it's like the like I guess like the bad bo- like I don't know. I think more on bad boss fights than good boss fights because most bad boss fights are shit, and if it's the last thing you do in a game, when I think to like like I don't think a game needs to end on a boss fight. I feel like games no. can end on just like really awesome moments. Um, I'm, I'm going to bring this up again on the podcast for the 700th time because we always talk about it. But like the ending of Halo driving the warthogs like off exploding yes. rings and stuff. That's a way more epic ending than sh- like, boom, I shot floaty man on seat. Like you're driving out while things are exploding. People are screaming. With 15 minutes you- of just straight Halo yeah. music. You feel like such a badass, and it's like, fuck, yes, like, I am the Master Chief, motherfuckers. Oh, I'm getting chills, honestly. (laughs) Oh, dude, that that sends me back to, like, like, I think back to Reach, like, I love Reach's campaign, it's probably my favourite campaign, and I'm going to cop a lot of shit for that, but I mean, you play that game, and you get to the end, and it's not a, like, it's not a final boss fight, it literally says, survive. And it's just like oh, handled so that well. sends a oh it sends a chill down my spine when I think about that. Like, like at the time I didn't realize that. Like, I, I what su- what sucks to me is I'm never going to be able to play that again for the first time. Yeah, because I seen the word survive and I'm like, okay, so I just got to survive until I got back up or something. And like the sudden realization when when I was like a kid and, and watching it, and I'm just like, oh, I'm. I lose. It doesn't matter what I do. Every time I do this, I'm going to lose. It, like, I, I... Oh, just such a powerful way to end that game. I couldn't so believe it powerful. ended that way, honestly. I, I was you know what's shock, crazy, man. though? To think we played three Halo games that were, like, all about the last Spartan, the last Spartan, which obviously not true, but, you know, it was all... It was yeah. all, you know... It was clear, plain reach that not everyone was getting off this planet. Like... Yeah, absolutely. You, you kind of knew you weren't getting off. But I was still in fucking shock that we didn't get off. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I, I was... I could not believe it. I could not believe it. 
every I think any time a member of Noble Team died, I was kind of like, well, fuck me. Like, I did not see that coming. And, yeah. and it shocked me every single time because I thought there's got to be a point where where they stop killing people off. June. Like, he did it's it. Like, <laughs> June, yeah. But see, that's so interesting. Like, I feel like we could do an episode on Halo. I feel like we just need to do that. But um, I think I want to replay him as well. I think that's what I need to do. I feel like my memory, absolutely. like, you know... Like, Reach, I haven't really touched okay, the okay. campaign for, like, six or seven years. We're, we're going to talk about this after the show. Okay. Um, but uh, about the replaying <laughs> thing. Um, Sounds good. But, like, um, yeah, Reach is my favourite. I, I know people are going to... I know a couple want to hate, but Reach is probably my favourite campaign. I know a um, lot of people that think Halo Reach is the best. I like, think I, it's just such masterful storytelling the whole way through. I, like, Yeah, it's interesting. I think it, like... <sighs> I might agree that it's the best, but Halo 3 is my favourite. Halo 3 is my favourite multiplayer. Honestly, I think Halo 3 is my favourite campaign, but I don't know if that's because the campaign was better. I think that's actually because the story, like, the ending, and, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know, we could talk about it again, like, Halo <laughs> Wake 4. Wake me when you need me. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, it was so five good. fucking years of not knowing what, like, if, if we would yeah, even man. ever find out what happened, like... The whole universe well, I mean, the way Halo closed. 2 ended. The way Halo 2 ended with Sir finishing this fight, that just hypes you the fuck up for whatever was coming next. Like, dropping like, Halo 3. Oh, that was the Darth Vader, Luke, I'm your father moment. And it's like, oh, what happens next? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, Halo 3 is so good. But like, but I, th- like I think uh, Reach is like, has a certain level of quality that the other games were missing. Not not for any other reason mm. than like technology was better. There's probably more funding you know, Bungie had more experience. Like, it's, it's not a negative thing at all. It's just natural. Um, yeah. But I, I think Halo 3 is my favourite, just the moment-to-moment story and that ending. That ending, you know, in hindsight, we should have just left it there. <laughs> yeah. After <Yeah>. Reach. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I, think, I think the reason, like, whenever somebody says why, like, when I've been asked this in the past, like, I always get weird looks. And it's like, why is Reach your favorite out of the Halos? It's like, real. Like, if you really stop and look at the storytelling, every single action that takes place in that game has a reason and a meaning behind it, all the way down to the deaths of each member of Noble Team. Each way a member of Noble Team dies corresponds perfectly to their character. Like, like George dies. George is the heavy, he's the shield. And George dies thinking he has shielded and protected his home. That's how he dies, thinking he had done it. He was the shield. Like, Cat dies... I wasn't old enough when I played this game, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't didn't get the symbolism that much. (laughs) It's insane. Like, Cat, she's the brains of the operation. How did she die? She gets shot through the head. The brains is gone now. She's gone. And, like, uh, Emil, like, Emil dies... By getting stabbed in the back when earlier on in the campaign, um, when he's like he said something about cat and Jun's like, You better watch your back with that one. And he goes, Nah, I'm only worried about what's in front of me. And he's the guy who gets stabbed in the back, and it's just crazy. Mm. Carter. Carter, the captain, goes down with the ship. Oh my god, like, he does too. Holy shit. Se- yeah, sends his crew off like you finished this fucking mission. I'm leaving it in your hands. And it's like, go, noble team. And he goes down with the fucking ship. And it's insane. Jun, the sniper, the snipers are never seen. They're only ever heard, is the only survivor. And we never see him again in the Halo game. 
the sniper disappears. You know what I mean? It's just and Noble Six, code name, Lone Doesn't Wolf, dies alone fighting yeah. to his last breath, a lone wolf to the end. Like it's Halo Reach oh is God. so good. <laughs> and like when people are like, oh it's alright, it's like, no, really sit down and, and watch every cutscene and, and pick apart every single individual thing. Like there's so much meaning behind every fucking word spoken in that game. It is like the ultimate sort of like when Bungie say like we made this for the fans and, and it says love Bungie, they fucking mean it. Like this game is made for us diehard lore fanatics. And I really don't understand how we're talking about Halo Reach when we started with Cyberpunk. How did we get so far off track? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Halo, I love Halo Reach. Cyberpunk's oh, gone gold, so Halo good. Infinite has not. <laughs> oh rip Go. actually just let's let's just fucking let's keep going down the ladder um so I've, one of the story like you know we've got a couple of like ideas for the podcast just written in the doc here one of the things i wrote down just before halo how should they handle infinite from this point like what like what, what do you what do you think because I've, I've started to notice like there's little bits of marketing that are starting to drop around the xbox series and like halo's always up the front it's always in the yeah. middle, and it's like, it's really clear that, like, yeah, it was meant to be here. <laughs> yeah. um, do you, do you think before the Series X launch we'll get an update, or do you think they're just going to try and pretend it doesn't exist? Um, as much as they possibly can. <laughs> Don't buy Pringles. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I would like to, get- to think. Oh, sorry. Last I would thing. like to think... Um, I would like to think we'd get something because it was supposed to be coming out with the console. Like, they must have some sort of, like, marketing and stuff ready to go. So I'd like to think we at least get maybe, like, another story trailer or something. Or maybe a, f- a better look at multiplayer or a first look at multiplayer, maybe. Well, multiplayer was meant to be revealed in August, I think. Or September. See, I can... Oh, you know what would be So they would have, like, some sort of asset ready to go, whether it looks how they want it to or not. I would love at launch for the Xbox if we got, um, like, beta dates for multiplayer. Yeah, okay. That'd be, that'd be a bit hype, hyper. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I think that would get people going. It's like... Like, even if they did something cool, like, uh, with your Series X, blah, 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 and you sign up for Games Pass, you get, like... You get instant access to the Halo Infinite beta if you've got Games Pass or something. Like, that would be cool. I think yeah. that would be... I feel like that would be enough to get people hyped and maybe a little hype trailer. And then when the beta gets closer, we get a proper multiplayer reveal and trailer. And then they're like, hey, we haven't dated the beta yet, but guess what? Um, after tonight's presentation, you guys can log on if you've got Games Pass and play the the beta. It's ready to go. Like, I think that would be cool. And then we just... And then I think we just should not hear fucking anything about it until it's ready for launch. Yeah. Yeah, one one thing I I actually believe like they obviously delayed it because the game wasn't ready, but mm-hmm. I think the launch is going to be so much better for it because yeah, I would be this is going to sound really like privileged and kind of shitty, but I don't like I wouldn't feel as good about the game if I didn't have the next gen box to play it on, and like I yeah, wouldn't fair. and yep. I guess the game's still coming out for Xbox One, which is awesome, so it's not. It's not really a big deal because, like, I know a lot of people like don't upgrade for years into a generation. So, you yeah. know, it's fantastic that they'll still get to play the new Halo game. Like, I, I fully support that. 
But just me personally, I think there'll be a little bit more hype knowing I've already got the console for the game, you know, whether it comes out, you know, November next year or whenever. Um, I think there's potential for this launch to be massive because people can say what they want about Xbox and Microsoft, but they sold that thing out very quickly. <laughs> and yeah. and there is going to be a lot more sold by the time Halo launches. And I think hopefully hopefully Halo comes back. You know, I, I still remember when, when Reach launched and oh Ford launched, God. like the atmosphere in the air, you can fucking feel it, you know? Um, midnight launches the work, so I'm like, hoping that comes back with it. In um, in saying like the Xbox sold out really quick, like it even sold the Xbox even sold out in Japan and Korea. Yeah, I did read about Japan. I, I don't know how it does in Korea. Fucking normally. yeah, that is fucking insane. Considering I after that I went and looked at like the like the console sales and stuff like that, and like after the uh, Xbox One X launched. About three months later, I think it was like I think it was like February or something like that after it launched. They only sold twelve in the whole month. What? So to th- yeah, so to think that this console has already sold out in a country it's been trying to break into for years is fucking insane. Like I'm assuming they made more than twelve available as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would <laughs> hope so. <laughs> Those twelve guys Ooh. are in line to pray on it. Like hell yeah, we did it, boys! Come on. I, I don't know if there is numbers floating around about how many consoles are available. Like, it doesn't sound like there was many per store in America, so I'm assuming it wasn't dissimilar here. But the Xbox One, to, if memory serves me correctly, sold 65,000 units on launch day in Australia. Mm. Yeah. I want to know how many series consoles get sold because I'm guessing it's going to be like, even though it's sold out, I'm guessing it's going to be like 15,000, 10,000, 5,000. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna guessing numbers are going to be down only because manufacturers like, are a bit behind. In um in Britain, every game store in Britain um was given three Series Xs and two Series Ss. Shit, okay. For each store. So if you were quick enough and you rushed into pre-order, that was great. I don't know how many their online had. But I know, yeah, I've seen it all on Twitter that day. It was like every store is only getting three of these and two of these. Apparently on EB's website, you can still get a Series S for 2020. But Interesting. I, I'm guessing it's not doing well in Australia. Like our internet's just way too fucked up for a discless console. And hopefully this shows those companies that, <laughs> you know, our internet isn't great. So we're not really going to opt in for your full digital thing yet. So please continue putting games on disc. We would appreciate it. Yeah. What what announcement was it for the PS5 that's not coming to disc? Was it... Um, um, Devil May Cry 5 isn't coming to disc straight away. That's digital that's day one. That makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a big fan of that. But in saying that, it could just be a case of like, hey, you know, we're still programming it or, you know, developing the yeah. game. Um, it's going to be pushing it close. We still want to get it to you for launch. Like, it, it might actually be, in their mind, like, they're doing us a favour, oh. you know what I mean? Like, it might be cool. Like I could that. absolutely see that because um, the guy who actually makes Devil May Cry, I could see him totally being like, we just need to get it to the fans. Because, I mean, yeah. the whole idea behind Devil May Cry 5 and 4's um, special edition was that it was just stuff that fans wanted in the game and they went and add in. That's all the special editions are. Like, right. Oh, we'd like new levels. We'd like new bloody powers. We'd like Virgil as a playable character. We'd like this. We'd like that. And he's always like, "Cool, make it." 
This is what they want. This is what they're asking for. Let's give it to them. And then it's like special the edition. base game is our attempt at making a good game, and then the special edition is you tell us what we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like what I love though is like they're, they're so transparent about it too. They're mm. like, look, we get it. You wanted this stuff. We're gonna do it. Like, we're gonna do a special edition. Like, look out for it. So, like, it, I'll definitely wait for it to be on on disc though. That's something I want on a disc. And if it doesn't come to disc, well, I'll kill some. <laughs> I'll find them. I'll find them. You'll find them. I'll oh, find that's them. Gold. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, we got the PS5 teardown video. That was <laughs> that was such a weird video. Oh, so weird. So so fucking weird. And I love how it was shot for shot almost the PS4 teardown. Did you see that? <laughs> People, could... I didn't see. But now, like I think about it, yeah, I guess it was. But I haven't yeah. seen the comparison. People, like, compare the random at the same time. It's almost like a shot for shot. Like, I feel like they sat down and watched their old one and they're like, let's do that again. Just do that again. It worked Just last make time, sure I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's like, make sure you don't show the heat sink that's bigger than a fireplace for too long. I will get picked on about it. Oh, man. And we never need a bigger boardroom table. That was like, oh, my God. That was the Big thing. Table. I was. I went on to, uh, I was on Twitch last night watching some streamers. And when this, the streamer was like, what did everybody think of the PS5 teardown? Like, the chat just completely full of, did you see the heat sink? Holy fuck, that heat sink. Jesus Christ, the heat sink. It's, it's like, yeah, man. Fucking ginormous. But what I will say is, like, it's really good to see him put such... Uh, I don't know what the word is, but, like, it's obviously a sacrifice to have that level of, like... Um, I don't know what, but, like, just push towards cooling. Like, the, the push yeah. for a cooler and quieter machine has caused this thing to be massive. I'm kind of glad they did it in a sense that, like, the console should be quieter, it should be run better for it. Like, it, like it's the right thing to do. It's just... Yeah. My God, is it massive. <laughs> oh, it's huge. Absolutely huge. Like, yeah. if I think of all the cooling and all the computers I've built, I don't think it's that much cooling. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess it is just one fan, so, like, you've kind of got to, like... you got to do something, <laughs> you know? But that, that's just, I don't know, everyone needs to go and have a look at that video because it's actually quite interesting. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, we're having a laugh at the heat sink, but, like, it's awesome that it exists. Like, we don't want oh, rendering absolutely. a death oh, absolutely. star yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, let me clarify. I don't think it's a stupid move. I just it's think just it's stupidly huge. big. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah, ginormous. Yeah. Um, and it was good just to see, like, the, the side plates come off easily, should be replaceable, um, M.2 slot is fairly easy to access. Um, you get a bit of a look at how the stands get to work. Um, lucky I don't really tend to change if my console's <laughs> horizontal or vertical because I think that would get really, really annoying. Um, like, I pr- appreciate how the stand works. It just feels like so much busy work. Like, come on. Yeah. I think you asked me the other night if I'm going to stand my PS5 up or yeah. lay it down. I mean... I, I kind of want to lay it down just so it's safer, but like, yeah. so much space. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. It looks so much better standing up, in my opinion. I feel. I think it's safer for everything else around it laying down. <laughs> I feel like this giant motherfucker is gonna fall off a shelf and just crushes. Yeah, it. crushes the tiles. <laughs> like, oh no, the tiles. You need to replace the Place concrete in the like, ground. Oh. Sorry, guys. I <laughs> fell over. Like, oh god, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big boy. It was as big as his <laughs> chest. 
Like, what the fuck? I know oh that was the God. same dude that did the PS4 breakdown. Yeah. But, like, he's such a small dude. Like, yeah. I feel like Dwayne Johnson or someone should have, like, busted this thing open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you would have had people going, oh, my God, you know how big Dwayne is? That thing's fucking enormous. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> like, like, let's get a normal-sized person up in there, okay? Let's get a... Let's, uh, like, they should have called, like, I don't know, they should have called Phil Spencer or Bill Gates or something to come pop it open. They're normal-sized humans. <laughs> Just get them to do it. Shows you guys are playing nice with each other. It's all good. This <laughs> is massive. Actually, I will say one thing. Um, did you see... This is sort of like a news story, sort of not. It's kind of pushing my agenda here. Um, did you see that the PlayStation Vita store is no longer allowing you to buy uh, games? Oh, no, I didn't see that. That's shit. Yes, pushing more towards maybe that's why we should buy physical games. Apparently, the Vita store has a glitch at the moment that PlayStation has neither said they will fix or do anything about where I believe it is impossible to buy new games or re-download games you have previously bought from the PlayStation Vita store. Wait, impossible to re-download games? That's a big Yes, uh, Yes, yeah, someone was saying that on Twitter just before that there were games that they had purchased before this glitch or this thing happened and the store will now not let them re-download. I don't know if that's just him and other people are able to do it. I'm just reporting what I've what I've read. But um, yeah, I, I do know because I tested it out myself that I can no longer buy video games on my Vita. That's making me really nervous. Bad. That's really bad. Uh, especially I- because I love the fucking Vita. Oh man, we, we should do a podcast on the fucking Vita. Oh, that thing, oh, so much to say. That thing is like, you know, you know, the best way to describe the Vita is just with the word "good." It was good. Yeah, absolutely, it was good. I will never good. say it was great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was so close. Like they should have, like after playing the Switch, especially, like they should have tried harder to get more triggers on that thing, like yeah, more bumpers. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Like it, uh, I think it suffered from its time. Like it had to compete with the smartphone, and I wish Absolutely. they and I wish they chose not to. Because would you agree that the Switch has not clashed with the smartphone? Like it's Absolutely got one not. fucking if, app on it, YouTube for starters. Yeah. Like there's nothing else it can do except for play games. I I think the biggest thing with the Vita was it was just a little bit too small, and I think the uh, there was no need for the back touch panel. I feel like if they had just double triggers and it was a little bit bigger, had a little bit more heft, I'm not talking like switch sizes, I'm talking maybe like 10% bigger, I feel like. And I mean, like, the first iteration had an OLED screen. Like, games looked really fucking good on it. Like, I loved yeah. my Vita. I played so many, like, there was so many awesome games that came to the Vita. Like, yeah. I, I also uh, loved their, um, like their PS1 catalogue on there and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Really yeah. enjoyed that. So good. The classics, like, I, I, like, I still find myself sometimes just, tr- like, picking up my Vita just so I can play Toy Story on my, like, oh, on there. Fucking, it's so good. Why were the Toy Story games on PS1 so fucking good? I don't understand. But I don't know. I don't know. I look back on them and I'm like, I found this enjoyable. I'm like, I wonder if I still would. And I play them today and I'm like, yeah, this is still fun as fuck. I don't know why. Maybe it's because Toy Story is just so fucking wholesome that I just enjoy like, this. Why would Toy like, Story yeah. Racer be a good game? It has no right to be a good game. <laughs> Absolutely. I say I said that about um, um, Toy Story 3, the Toy Story 3 movie tie-in game. That yeah. was like two games in one. I didn't like, play a lot of like, it, but I watched um, someone in my family play a fair bit of it, and I oh hell yeah, I can see the appeal. There was like a world building toy box mode, like 
it's a movie tying game. Why is this here? Like, why yeah. is this so in depth? Why am I able to build things? But there's also a, like basically a separate game in there where you play through the levels of the movie. And it's like, someone put a lot of effort into this and this is a good fucking game. Like, it's really good. That's a remaster I'd love. Toy Story 2. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be oh, awesome. <gasps> so good. Uh, what else happened this week? Um, xCloud's coming to iOS via web browsers. So that's mm-hmm. that's cool. Not a shock. <laughs> like, no, yeah, no. Nah. Makes sense. Hopefully that means it'll come to web browsers and everything, though. Like, you can just play it on your PC, your laptop. Like, just any device with a web browser is good to go. Play it on your fridge. Yeah, hopefully. be good, actually, to see it. Like, I don't know... Oh, I guess TV manufacturers would have to support controller input, but maybe there's something mm. there as well. Um, Hopefully. The AMD Ryzen 5000 series was released. I haven't actually looked into it that much, so I'm not going to say too much about it. Like, if, if you're interested, definitely have a look. Um, I think CPUs are going to become a lot more important in terms of, like, core count and things like that this generation on PC just because the consoles have so fucking many. Um, but from what I'm gathering online, there's the... Ryzen 5, which is like usually like the you know standard sort of that's the chip you'll buy in the middle, you know, not extreme, not not small. Um, apparently that's gone up in price though, and people are a bit mixed on that. I'm not mm. sure, like, I'm not sure what the justification of the price increase will be. You know, if it's got double the performance, then I guess that'll, that'll be it, but haven't looked into that enough, so I just wanted to mention that. And the uh, the last bit of news on the list because it's been a pretty small week is. For Honor and Mortal Kombat 11 to get next-gen versions. Were they both free upgrade, do you remember? So, um... I know For Honor is. And... Mortal Kombat, I'm not sure. Because Mortal Kombat is basically releasing a whole new game. Okay. So, Mortal Kombat 11 exists, but they've re- they've announced the Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, and it comes with the second combat pack. So, they're adding even more content to the game that is already fucking content-rich. So, it's 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 insane. Um, when did it come out? Oh, fuck. Well, I'm <laughs> going to search that so I don't sound like an idiot. Um, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, March 2019. Okay, yeah. That's insane. What? March 2019? What? Okay, let me just run you down. Like, this is this game is... What? I would have thought... I honestly would have thought 2018. This game... Oh my god. This game has got so much content, dude. Like, so if you buy the Ultimate Edition, not only do you get the base game, but, like, literally last year or the start of this year, they, they uh, released um, a campaign expansion... Which was just basically a whole nother campaign. Um, So if you buy Ultimate, you get both campaigns. You get the full roster of 37 characters. So you'll get like Combat Pack 1, which came with Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, Sindel, the Joker from DC, the Terminator T-800 and Spawn. And And you get all 25 of their additional character skins. Oh my God, that's so cool. Uh, so if you buy the Ultimate Edition, you get a free upgrade to the PS5 Edition. Oh, I'm sorry. If you own Mortal Kombat 11, uh, you could also get a free upgrade to PS5 and Xbox 
oh, Series sweet. X. So if you own the base game, you get a free upgrade as well. So this Ultimate Edition is just them being like, here's everything. That's awesome. Yeah. The Aftermath expansion, which came with three characters, uh, Fujin, Shiva, and Robocop. And you get their skins. And they're adding new fighters in this. So they're adding Molina, who was a character people have been clamoring for. Uh, they're adding Rain, another person people are really wanting. But here's the random character they're adding. They're adding fucking Rambo to this game. I cannot wait <laughs> to see how Rambo fights in Mortal Kombat. That's going to be awesome. And he's voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, nice. They nice. got Sly. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's cool. It's really good yeah. to see these games getting support. Absolutely. Mortal Kombat has just hit it out of the park. I could have sworn that was a 2018 game. So just to see that this is like from last year and it's like, fuck, they've supported the shit out of this game, which just makes me excited for Injustice 3 because like, that'll get so much support as well and I cannot fucking wait. I cannot wait. Oh, and and here's a little tease for everybody. Um, they also announced um, a collector's edition for the Ultimate. Um, I will be breaking it down on the channel, hopefully with like this week. Um... Here's a spoiler. It's fucking dope. Everyone needs to buy it. Don't miss out. Don't sleep on it. <laughs> it's amazing. Do you remember Mortal Kombat 11's collector's edition? Wasn't there like one that was like super expensive? Like a one-off it, or something? Yeah, it was 500 bucks and That's it came right. with a life-size replica of Scorpion's mask. They were numbered. And How it many, came with a steel book was, that like, was numbered. Fuck all of them though, right? There was fuck all. I haven't got the card, but it's around here somewhere. I'll have to find it and I'll tell you how much. Well, for this collector's edition, they've done it again. <laughs> this time, it's a life-size replica of Sub-Zero's mask. I need it so they go together and they're happy <laughs> together and they can live the rest of their lives together. I'm so excited. Oh, oh, can't wait to break this down. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for people in the comments to go, you're such an idiot. This is way too expensive. And I'm just going to turn around and say, get fucked. I don't care. I'm getting one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the it's like I say, breakdown videos are so good. It's like I tell everybody, it's like, it's just my opinion. And at the end of the day, the only opinion that matters is your own. So if you think it's a waste of money, don't spend the money. It just means it's yeah. one less person I have to compete with to get one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm cool with it. The more people are yeah. the better. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to compete. Whoop. No, it's, it's, I'm super excited for it. Uh, it's going to be a great way to get all the DLC and everything in one. So that's amazing. Ah, props to them, and same for For Honor. Good to see that continuing to get support. Hopefully, hopefully oh, yeah, that absolutely. goes on for a while. Um, yeah, For Honor, great game. I, 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 own it. I need to, I need to give it more of a go because I remember playing it at EB Expo. I think I, mean, I don't think it was PAX. Mm. I think it was EB Expo. And yeah. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. For For Honor now is just not the same game. They've just redefined that and they've made it so much easier to play. Made it so much more fun. Maps are cool. Heroes are super cool. Customization is amazing. Really good game. Oh, okay. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. And if anybody else is interested in For Honor, there's also a documentary on Netflix here in Australia, um, which actually details the development of For Honor. So that's definitely worth a on watch Netflix. if anybody's interested. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I believe... I forget what it's called. I'll find out what it is and I'll let you know. But it, it uh, follows the game director as he... Uh, it's the project that he always wanted to make with Ubisoft and Ubisoft set, kept saying no. But then they turned around and they said, you're that passionate about it? Go for it. And yeah, he made For Honor. It's huh. yeah, really good doco. Really cool. good. Yeah, it's really good. All right. I think we're getting towards the end of the show, but I've got one question, one question for you. 
Unless you've got anything else to add as well, feel free. Um, what, in the next gen, what feature mm-hmm. has you most interested or you most happiest about? Or, you know, like I know a lot of people just like say the SSD, but is there anything, uh, that might be it. But what, what what's like the thing that's like you're quite happy about? Um, I can go first okay. if you want to have a think. You, yeah, definitely go first. Okay. Um, a feature that Microsoft announced that I don't think many people are talking about is... So you can go onto the store and you can download a game you don't own and have it installed. So if the disc is still on its way or you get to borrow the, the disc oh, validation off a mate or if so someone else has got... I don't, I don't know what for fucking reason, but like it's quite common that like... I, I don't know if that's like preloading as well. Like So I guess you could probably preload the game and then go pick it up on launch day and just play it because, you know... Usually the sixty gig day one patch or some shit that you've got to get through in a country yeah, like ours, absolutely. that could be a day of downloading. I remember like absolutely, like especially like Call of Duty and stuff. Um, so yeah, you can actually download a game you don't own and have it ready to go, which I think is fucking awesome. That is actually really cool, especially awesome considering like they have like they. I presume like a lot of the consoles they sell won't even have a disc drive, and I'm assuming that's what that feature's for, so that you can later chuck a disc in. Yeah, or even, even if like oh this game's coming out Wednesday I don't get paid till Friday I'll have the game downloading in the background for a couple of days and then I can buy it and play yeah. it I just think that feature is awesome and I yeah. wish it was here earlier because I think I'll get a lot of value out of that absolutely yeah <sighs> do you have anything that comes to mind I I have a couple of things yeah um, on me. Uh, one the thing I'm most looking forward to is uh, with the PlayStation 5, I cannot wait to um, just touch and just feel up that heatsink. I feel like <laughs> me and the heatsink are going to have such great times together. <laughs> um, nah, like I'll try and go like one from each, but like PS5, they announced trophy tracking the other day, and I feel like that is like is that such like an X- awesome On the addition. Xbox where like it'll tell you how close you are to it. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. They're finally adding that to PlayStation. People and that love is that. so good. Absolutely. The fellow trophy hunter community, we're kind of losing our fucking nut over it. Um, <laughs> you're very excited about it. As far as Xbox, like I feel like the two things that they've really pushed that definitely got me excited for an Xbox was um, the load times, just everything being able to load so fucking fast, and quick resume. I feel like quick resume is going to be one of those things that people aren't really thinking about, yeah. but when they finally get the opportunity to fuck around with it and see so exactly nice what have. quick resume is, yeah, they're going to be like, holy fuck, how have we played games any other way? So I'm very excited for quick resume, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward definitely. to seeing how many full-size series games you can have quick resumable. I'm guessing it'll yeah, be at least three. Oh, yeah. um, I hope so. I'd, That'd be awesome. I'm just kind of shocked that that is going to be so, like, like there's gonna be so many games that you can do it with at the same time like I'm surprised it's not just two that just seems like it would be easier (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah yeah nah my favourite was like I think it was Phil Spencer who said like I can't remember it was on a podcast might have been like Unlocked or something where he um, mentioned that like he did a system update and then the game was still resumable oh wow that's big that's cool. Yeah, that's like, really I, cool. I don't think he could promise that it'll be every system update. Like if they do something super fucking major to the OS, like I'm sure that would yeah. probably fuck it. But he said, yeah, like they do updates all the time. Like in the 
in the dev environment and um, quite often just quick resumes the games which that's, I think is quite that's cool. really cool oh man it's really, such a good really gen cool. when we ever our consoles get delivered super pumped can't wait to start the gen in 2022 when my console gets here so pumped <laughs> Uh, Super excited. <laughs> oh, well, what do we do, eh? Like, it's just... It's very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how launch goes and getting some numbers and just... Just observing, really. Like, it's just good to be amongst the hype. It'll be a shame not to have the console, but at least we're not missing out on a Halo or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I think that probably... That's got a 70 solid minutes, I think. Not that's much a, news this week. That's a s- <laughs> That's, I'm actually so glad there's not much news because I feel like now we've got a chance to actually dive deep into the games we love and what we love about them. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, thank you very much for joining me, Jack, as always. Thanks for having me. Looking forward yeah, to whatever course, bombshell drops in about six minutes. Exactly. <laughs> it's usually the way it goes. Suddenly Halo's got a release date. That'll be yeah. great. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Jack, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you? Uh, mainly on Instagram at jack7g spelt out. That's probably the best place to find me. It's a good Instagram, people. Go and give them a follow. It's some good shit in there. It's been um, a slack week, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, if uh, you're on YouTube, ch- uh, check down below. You'll find everything you need to know about me down there. If you're on Spotify, you can find me on... Uh, I'm not even going to bring up Facebook anymore. You can find me on YouTube at Ozzy Gaming. You can find me over on Twitch at Megaland underscore ALG. And you can find me over on Twitter at AussieLag. And Instagram is just AussieLagGaming. Just search that and you'll be finding me. No worries. But uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for this week. I don't even know if we have a topic ready for next week. We'll just wing it maybe. Yeah, well, like I said, we'll we'll log off and it'll be like, Microsoft buys Nintendo. And we're like, oh, fuck. That's what we're talking about. Oh, (laughs) wow. That's that's crazy. I can't wait to see Mario on a Series X. It's going to be insane. Oh, Um, I like that movie. (laughs) They should buy Sega. I hope we get off and they bought Sega. That'll make me happy. Yeah, that'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. And until next time, may all your games be good ones. Bye, everybody. Catch you, everyone.